Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The NBA's Western Conference Finals gets started today between the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers. So today on the board YouTube channel, we have a full preview for what you could expect from the game one to our best knowledge and what you can expect from the series. Along the way, we'll do our best to provide some betting leans and some best bets for you to make. Let's get right into it. We're going to be doing previews like this one to get you set for each specific game. We'll be going through our leans, and hopefully along the way, we can find some best bets for you guys to tail. So let's get right into it. Lakers against the Nuggets here for game one. It is the one seed versus the seven seed. Maybe a little bit unexpected, but to help us break it down, my co-host from the pick and roll live stream throughout the season, Pips, is back here at Pips NBA on Twitter. And how are we feeling for this one? We have the Lakers as the seven seed coming through the play-in tournament, getting to this spot. Initial thoughts going into this series. Yeah, this one is tough as it gets. They're very difficult to to to, to like even think of what's going to happen in, in these games. Difficult matchups, difficult adjustments. Very very good series in, in ahead of us. Uh, the only thing I can look forward to is game seven, seven games series, and that we enjoy. So so many good stuff from both teams. Very good matchup and very very interesting matchup going in for, ahead yeah, of us. Yeah, they're. There's a lot of ways here I think each coach can manipulate their style to get an edge in this series. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. Because I agree, I think this will go seven games. I think it's got to go at least six in this one. But there are a lot of ways the Lakers can throw curveballs at this Denver team. And a lot of ways that Denver can throw curveballs at this Lakers team. Let's take a look at where the odds are going to be up for this game Tuesday night for this one. We're going to be referencing the bet stamp for this one. By the way, guys, if you're betting on playoffs, sharp lines, always make sure you're getting the best price by line shopping for the best available numbers. You can do that by opening up as many sports books that are available to you. And if you're going to be doing this, please use our affiliate link, betstamp.app slash the board. Doesn't cost you anything extra. It just gives you a little bit of extra time to go through that link, but it supports the show and makes you a better sports better by having those extra books. But the Lakers for this one, you're finding them at plus six and a half. Denver at minus six and a half, minus 220 on the money line for them. Over under sitting right around 223, 222 for this one. So it's favoring Denver and playing in the high altitude. That's probably going to be of significance here. Denver having home court is probably the reason we're seeing them around minus 150 on the series numbers. I've actually seen them over the last 24 hours start to creep into the minus 160 range. So people are starting to favor Denver a little bit more but how do you see denver lining up how do you see denver and the lakers lining up for this one from a matchup perspective as they look to adjust for this series yeah so we kind of don't know what are they going to go back with jared vanderbilt and then and, yeah and if they did if they do we'll see jared vanderbilt on nikola Jokic, and that's probably the thing but that opened up so many questions 
the, if Jerry Vanderbilt on the court, then AD is helping off Aaron Gordon. And then you have LeBron James needed to guard Mike Porter Jr. And that's kind of tough. First thing. Second thing. Yeah, Jokic, do you double Jokic inside or do you let him single cover? And that's kind of interesting. On the other side, I think we are 100% sure of the lineup. It's Jamal Murray, KCP, Mike Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Jokic. On the other side, we don't know if they start Schroeder, if they start Vanderbilt. I think probably going to start Schroeder, but then they are too small for Michael Porter Jr. Kind of difficult to know, so we'll see what they decide to go. I, I, I'm so I have a question for you on, in this one, and that's if you have single coverage, one-on-one matchup between Nikola Jokic and Anthony Davis, who you think can hold better? Ah, oh my God, this is so difficult. I, I think if Anthony Davis is close to his ceiling in this series, the Lakers won't lose. Like, if, if he is just swallowing up everything on the inside, which he's capable of doing, like, we, we talked about this yesterday, but in that Warriors series, there were a couple, of, like, game two, where I, I watched, and I'm like, how the hell are Golden State going to win this series if AD is anything like this? Because, like, you're just, you're just not going to score from there. And I think that was the game where the Warriors took, like, uh, was it, maybe uh, maybe I'm seeing the wrong game. It was a game where the Warriors took like 53s. They couldn't get in the paint at all. They had no free throws because they couldn't get in the paint because if they did, Anthony Davis was there. So I think, I, I feel like a lot of, I feel like they're going to cancel each other out a little bit. Like Anthony Davis defending Jokic, I think it's going to not cancel it out, but it's going to just kind of be like, you're not, I don't think you double there. I think you just kind of allow Jokic to play one-on-one, work hard for his points. We'll see like some of those crazy games like like in the Sun series, as much as they beat the Suns. Like Jokic had a 50-point game that they lost. He also had like 36-point triple double or something, which they lost. So it's kind of like let him work for his points and make sure you're picking up the pieces elsewhere. I think that works for Anthony Davis. On the other end of the court, this is where it's going to be really key for Anthony Davis because it, he won't be defended by Jokic, but He'll have Aaron Gordon on him. It'll be tough. It'll be another case where Gordon's going to one cover him one on one. Anthony Davis is going to get you know his in this series if he wants, and I don't think that's going to be the biggest factor. But to keep up, Anthony Davis is going to have to produce offensively. So uh, I don't know if that's where I see the biggest edge for this matchup. But what do you, what do you think one v one with these guys? So first off. I do think so. It's kind of, I think if it's holding out on defense, of course, AD is way better defensive player than Nikola Jokic, but also Jokic has the very bad, Jokic has the edge on the offensive game. Yeah. So I think Jokic offense is way better than AD defense. So he'll still score easily inside. He's going to score. Also, Lakers are going to send help to Jokic, and that will be LeBron James of Aaron Gordon every time. So they kind of need to put uh, LeBron James, uh, Aaron Gordon in the other on the other side corner, on strong side corner. So if like Jokic is posting up from the right side, Aaron Gordon is on opposite corner, so LeBron can help of him. 
that will be key for this matchup. If his LeBron is close, he'll always help on Anthony Davis because they are not afraid of Aaron Gordon shooting threes. So that's kind of the thing. So I think Jokic will with, with help will have. So in the in the entire regular season, it was a long time ago, but they did show a lot of help on, on Jokic. One of the teams that did show a lot of help, and it makes sense. You can easily double team of Aaron Gordon. Because you just can't trust him to make a lot of shots. So that's the thing. On the other side. Sorry, I want to clarify for the other side. I said they, so my thought process here, which I didn't communicate, is that they're going to see AD guarded by Gordon. I said they're probably going to let that 1v1. But I think the Lakers need to make that a 1v1 matchup. Jokic is going to want to help off of Vanderbilt if Vanderbilt starts. I think that Mm -hmm. this series needs to be as much as you want Vando's defense, I think you need to see a lot more Rui Hachimura. And you just, like he's had some big games to playoffs. It just needs to be a little bit more of a concern for Jokic to not let that pass get there and let that open shot go. And that just gets a little bit more space for Anthony Davis. If you have Vando there, like Vando can go three of three to start the game from the corner. They probably still won't guard him. So yeah. that's yeah. a big factor in this series if defender is on the court yeah Jokic is guarding him for sure that's that makes so much life so much easier for Denver on defense and then it's Aaron Gordon against the Davis and I spoke on the last show that Aaron Gordon is very strong and he can hold inside and even if AD has 60% from the twos they are tiring him down and they kind of like it Denver and if if AD is posting up Nikola Jokic, I don't see it, him being very successful there. If he's attacking in face up, yeah, he'll get to the flow line, he will get to the rim. But if he's posting up against Jokic, Jokic is long and stronger guy than AD is. And that's that's problem. On the other side, Jokic is stronger, and if he is one-on-one against AD, AD is great. Like he's the when we think about kind of player to defend Nikola Jokic, it's AD. Like when you want one one guy, to def- but still your Joker is stronger. He can. I don't know if you remember that one possession in in, in the series in the bubble where Jokic complete like he, they were like five seven eight feet of, of, of away from three, maybe even ten, and he just muscle him up down and just ended up over yeah, him. Yeah. And there is a data for this season that Jokic is 15 or out of 18 on twos against Anthony Davis single cover. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So so I I, I think Jokic can hold better on his own on post-ups against AD and can score more on post-ups against AD on the other side. So it's kind of like post-ups if they both post up, it won't go well for the Lakers. That's for sure. If they are, they have AD attacking face up, that can be a very difficult for, for Nikola Jokic and for Devin Nuggets. If it's a lob threat, also pick and rolls, also difficult for to defend for Denver Nuggets. But posting up AD in this series will be like nail in the cow. Yeah, that's that's not great for, for, for the Lakers. And I don't think they should go with any post-ups of AD. 
But on the other side, Jokic will just, if they let him one-on-one -on -one posting up Anthony Davis, yeah, Anthony Davis is great, but Jokic is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I like the point you brought up about Anthony Davis offensively and post-up. So what a lot of teams do to target AD, this is when he's at his worst. As soon as he turns his back to the basket, double. Immediately double, get a guy where AD's got the ball in his hands, get a guy pressing right up in him, double him, force him to kick it out, and then rotate out on the shooters after the fact. But that is where AD really struggles when you get him to turn around there. If Denver can be successful in doing that, AD's got to be aware of that. But if Denver can be successful doing that, they're going to mitigate a lot of the problems that can be presented uh, by, by AD in the post, having a little bit of a size advantage there on Aaron Gordon. So... A lot of different matchup concerns all over the court. This is what makes this series so great, is that all these little adjustments have, are going to be so key. I have one great adjustment, and it's we won't see it much throughout the game because LeBron is kind of old and you want to spare him. But late into the fourth, in the clutch, I kind of expect LeBron James and Jamal Murray so they can switch. LeBron James can his own... Nikola Jokic, if it's not too deep. So I think if you get late into the game, we'll see LeBron James and Jamal Murray so they can switch their pick and rolls and take away their pick and roll game. That's kind of interesting, interesting spot. But they'll lose only a couple possessions late into the game because that's very tiring for, for LeBron James. What do you think, this is kind of the last thing, so in the regular season, some teams had some success against Jokic. They would put the four, let's say the four on Jokic and have the five help off Gordon. So uh, the Sixers would put P.J. Tucker on Jokic and B would help off Gordon in the post. And then the Raptors would have OG on Jokic and have Pirtle help off Gordon in the post. Do you see the Lakers employing something like this late game situations, having AD as a help defender on Jokic? Yeah, so if there is Wonder, if Vanderbilt is on the court, they'll do it. But I think LeBron James can can do it against Jokic also in, on that's, some positions. That's what I was thinking. Because, LeBron could do it. Uh, the problem with defending Jokic is everyone is at strength disadvantage, and LeBron kind of isn't. But he's a lot smaller, so he that needs to be not that needs to be out of paint or like far away from the from the rim. And he can hold his own and then bring help. And that's that's kind of the way to go. But I don't think they'll go to these first three quarters because they need no, to say... be fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. The fourth quarter clutch will be unbelievable. In this I don't series. think Vandal can play in the clutch. Like, I just don't yeah. think you can survive. Yeah. I wonder... I think if Rui's having a good game, they close with him. But if not, they'll close with Schroeder. They'll go a lot of guards. But the most interesting part is who is going to defend Michael Porter Jr. That's the thing. Reeves needs to defend, uh, must defend uh, Jamal Murray. So yeah. kind of LeBron James or LeBron James, if Vanderbilt is in, maybe Vanderbilt and Michael Porter Jr., but that, I don't think that's his strength, but could be. Then... Rui Hachimura. Rui, Rui's got Rui's to step up in this series. Yeah, this will be a good series to, to have Rui Hachimura. So I think he can do it, especially playing next to LeBron. That will open up things. And also, they played the Suns without Chris Paul. 
So some things could go in the way for, for, for the Denver Nuggets because they didn't have the high IQ player on the floor for most, so didn't recognize some easy thing stuff, especially going from into from timeouts and and yeah, something like that. But LeBron James is here, so he can match up against Nikola Jokic intelligence here. Yeah. It, oh my God. Every every everything I like uncover about this series makes it better. Like this is yeah. this is prime basketball stuff. So yeah. uh, I think we've covered pretty much everything we possibly can for one video here. Uh, for the series, I'm taking Nuggets in seven. I think it's to be close. I just favor the home court. I yeah. think you agree with me. But we'll have more coming for the rest of the playoffs. Catch tomorrow's game one preview for the Celtics and Heat, and catch it in two days. We're gonna be going. We're going to be coming here for a video for game two of this series, and we'll have a lot more information to work with, a lot more tinkering and adjustments to discuss. So I'm very much looking forward to that. If you enjoyed today's show, drop a like. Take a minute to rate and view five stars and subscribe to the board YouTube channel for more content for the rest of the NBA playoffs.